Welcome back to the podcast. Today, got another guest on. Didn't really want him here, but got him anyway. Oh, he's only the floor below. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, got that fitness geezer, aka Rob Brown, with me. Um, as I said, this series is about people that inspire me. Um, that's probably the biggest compliment I've ever given you. <laughs> yeah. But. Um, yeah, definitely Rob is really inspirational, not only to me, but he's a fellow PT. He's probably going to be able to introduce himself better than I will. So, Rob, hit me. Oi, oi, what's going on? Um, yeah, been a PT for about 10 years now. Um, absolutely love it. Uh, I first got into it just through rugby, really. Just trying to uh, just trying to climb the ladder with that. Just trying to get... Um, become a beast yeah become a beast really but then failed <laughs> yeah <laughs> failed to become a PT yeah exactly but no um, was doing that for years and then uh, just kind of just fell in love with the process really helping mm. people pushing them and just helping them build the confidence mm. so obviously for me I think there's probably several reasons why we get on yeah obviously we both run our own businesses that are targeted at helping people achieve the results they want but as people may have heard from your voice um, you're from Brum yeah <laughs> I'll put subtitles on this don't worry um, and you've moved to Australia mm -hmm. so I know you obviously had a fitness business back home but mm. talk to me about your move from being back home PT in there coming over here setting up your business yeah so I was a PT back home for about five years and then um you know, you train a lot, when you are a PT, you're usually training quite successful people, they're usually people who can afford PT. A lot of them had the, the Range Rovers, the cars, the houses, the wives, the kids, the husbands. But then a lot of them still had regrets and a lot of them had um, just things they hadn't done. Yeah. So then I was like, well, these are all the people that I kind of want to emulate and be, but yet they've still got regrets. So I kind sure. of learned a lot from them and the fact that well the Range Rover and all you know all the fancy stuff all the materialistic things they're eventual aren't they yeah, really, yeah. in my mind so I was like well I can either set up a PT studio in Brum push to do that and then be anchored there you know get the house get the wife get the kids everything else but then I'm missing a massive part of what they're missing as well yeah, yeah. and they're looking at me saying do it do it do it Fair. so that was why I come over here really and then um, when I come over here, it was a bit of a roller coaster. To be fair, God, that was—it's a roller coaster coming over here. Yeah, you think it's going to be like, oh yeah, I'm going to smash it. You're just going to get put in the Australian whirlwind. Yeah, yeah. Straight just, on the tools. Yeah, that's it. You get a Tudor. Straight on the tools, pissing the rain. That's it. Well, I started. I did. Um, I worked for this events company um, called Marcus Evans when I first got over here. Watched Wolf of Wall Street too many times. Thought I was going to go into this call set and like, yeah, fucking, you want it, fucking buy it. <laughs> was it fuck? Everyone was sat around this phone, it was miserable. But I just wanted to get sponsored because I wanted to stay yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. And I was selling like 20 grand conferences to people who just didn't need it. It was a product that I just definitely didn't believe in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. So after three months, jump ship to recruitment, which everyone seems to do. Yeah, you jumped on that as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, sponsorship again hunting that they had like a restructure they were sacking everyone who was like 10 levels above me so I was like well 
they ain't gonna give a fuck about yeah, my yeah, sponsorship. Yeah. So I went to farm work then. Yeah, farm yeah. work, um, ended up fitting out a gym up there. Oh uh, yeah. Fitness playground. Fair so fair. they moved up there. Yeah, so yeah. I ended up um, helping fit that out and then met all the owners, the managers, everything else. Um, really nice guys, really good setup. Um, and then I kind of do a bit of PT in, back in Sydney then, so when I got back, PT in again. So you picked up, like after your farm work, because that's like quite similar to me, I did my farm work and I was like, okay, well, I'm not doing that again. Mm. And then, obviously went to Hayes, yeah. within three weeks, I was like, this is fucking shit. <laughs> yeah. um, and then I was like, okay, farm work's done let's just focus on the PT. Was that exactly the same as you? Like you no, like, no. So I was doing the PT um, and I was up to like 40 sessions a week. Yeah. But I was barely scraping any kind of money that I should be. Because of rent? Uh, no, just because of um, how, how much they pay you per session. Right. The way they set their system, it's a tiered system. Um, and decline them tiers takes a long period of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, the working holiday, you ain't got that much time. Yeah. So... I kind of had to sack that off, went into like construction then. Yeah. Ended up being like um, like a coordinator on site, iPad wanker, and I got given up my own use, was helping guys run jobs. Not I got I, Nah, no clue, no clue at all. Like this whole place is built on suspect people like me. But um, <laughs> yeah, so that was an experience as well. Yeah. And then eventually just kind of um, landed a job at Anytime Fitness. Was there until COVID hit. When the gym shut, then I just started going for hammer with the PT. Yeah, I was on the more of the training of PTs, people there really. And okay, so them. you was sort of like the, the manager. Yeah, the fitness yeah, manager yeah. there. Yeah. So then I'd look to hire PTs, help them where they're going wrong, from the business side of things. Yeah, but obviously you do it leaves little time to help and train your own clients. Yeah, and then as soon as COVID hit, then started training people, and just felt massively back in the bit like after the years of being out of the game really. Yeah, and then. Um, here we are. Yeah, I think um, I think it's mad because obviously I got into well building one hundred sort of blew up through COVID, mm. and a lot of people are like, "Ah, oh, like how's business through COVID?" But yeah. it's sort of like I think it's quite strange for us both. That's where we sort of like yeah. become yeah, what we are now. Definitely, um, it was definitely a massive thing for me. Um, Oh, just when it hit and then you literally got no other option the only people's way of enjoying themselves was a bit of exercise wasn't it yeah 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 and luckily 100%. I had a few dumbbells yeah um, just set it off in there just in the park what's the um what was your oh there's me washing machine um, okay, get the folding on <laughs> yeah exactly Sam's going to kill me if I don't put that away before <laughs> before she gets in um talk me through your mindset there then like obviously Covid hits the mm. first thing you can't was it the first thing you thought oh, I want to just do start doing PT no I was quite reluctant to be fair I was on the fence to, to go home oh is it yeah I was on the fence to go home um, so obviously there was a lot of uncertainty with everything yeah. going on the gym just went right nah, no hours for you because they didn't get any funding from the government for my kind of visa yeah, yeah, yeah. so they were like right see you later and then I was like oh right well I don't give a fuck um, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to sort this out then and then just put out some feeders to some friends they started coming and just really enjoying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And word just spreads like wildfire, doesn't it? The more people start enjoying it and feeling good. Mm. Without a doubt. I think, uh, obviously, with what we do, like word of mouth is, is massive. Mm. Like, you're more face to face at the minute. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've, 
I'm that's where we differ, I guess. Like obviously I'm the online, mm. you're face to face, moving to online now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's your head in regards to that? Like do you what? wanna do you wanna eventually move online fully or do you cause for me mm. I love PT and I love helping people, I love meeting people, talking to people. Mm. But it's frustrating for me to be in the same in a certain space at one time. Got you. Yeah? Mm -hmm. So I don't like the idea of right, I have to be here at this time. Got you. Whereas is that a issue for you? Or are you just that like do you think you're always PT? See, I, I really quite enjoy the face to face. I feel like it drives me, especially now yeah. that I've got my own space. I put all my own equipment in there and yeah. I choose what goes in and out. My own tunes is a massive thing, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> if anyone wants to come and listen to Taylor Swift, hit me up. Yeah. Um, but no, like being in fitness first, and all you hear is like Taylor Swift a thousandth time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While you're trying to, yeah. Nah. So it's just good, and then people can put, obviously come and put their own tunes on. It's yeah, it's yeah. interesting, like. But um, yeah, just enjoy that side of things. Really, I can see eventually. Um, my, I'm never going to be in Australia forever. Yeah. So obviously, moving on to online, and I was still being able to engage with my face-to-face -face clients wherever I am. And still help them yeah. is, is the key really so I think that's uh, that's huge for me as well because mm. if I was to set up a PT business here then when I might lose all my clients yeah, do you know that's what I mean it, yeah, yeah. Um, and you'd lose that journey as mm. well do you know what I mean whereas the way it is now for me I get to obviously be a part of their life from wherever I am that's it like I've been out a few times now bumping into clients and it's like the first time that I've met them and they're like oh you're right and I'm like you know, it's nice to finally meet you. Yeah, of course. Um, but it's like you know them really well because mm. I listen to a lot of podcasts in the industry and that, and like these business mentors like Phil Graham, Jay Alderton, they always say like your clients are sort of, you know, they're saying are oh, your one of the five people. Your traits will be similar to the five people you spend the most of your time with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those five people yeah. is your clients. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Hundred percent. So like you're bonding with them. Mm. Now for me. That's obviously we bonded through work, sort of to start off. With. Yeah, yeah. And then I actually realised you weren't as boring as you look. <laughs> um, but no. for me, my main inspiration from you, obviously, your work mm. ethic, everything you do with your clients, your transformations oh, no, are yeah. unreal. Yeah. But for me, I want to tap into your mind. Got yeah. Because I would say that I'm a very now I'm quite a placid guy. Mm. Logical thinker, right? But you are on another level. Like the way you think is like, I feel like there's just no. I don't know if there's anything going on in there. <laughs> no, I'm I'm about to emotionally explode actually. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But there's like you're very on top of your mental health, and obviously this mm. podcast, it is fitness, it is mental health, two things that I hold very close to my heart. Yeah. How do you have such a good grasp on your mental health? Ah. Uh, I don't know where it comes from really. I think it's come from mass discipline in the past. Like I was so disciplined before, like I was borderline boring to be honest. But when I was a bit, yeah, still up. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I was borderline boring, you no know, chicken and broccoli warrior. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But you know, I was a very strict, very rigid, wouldn't even sniff an almond if it wasn't in my calories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. that malarkey, yeah. yeah. Proper boring. But I found out that I had to go through that to kind of. Um, to build where my mentality to where I am now. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think working with such a number of people, helping a number of people through 
their issues because when people come to you for PT, like it's not just a body transformation. No is way, it? man. Like no. you are embedded in their life. Hundred like, percent. And for me, obviously, I've done my counselling and whatever. Mm. But for me, I weren't willing to go back to uni to then study to become a psychiatrist. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But I'm not saying that I am a psychiatrist now. Mm. But my clients do come to me with their problems, or yeah, they will yeah, say. I'll check in, oh, how are you feeling today? And then they'll just unload. Yeah. And you'll be like, yeah. rah, okay. Mm. Like, how do you how do you take that position of, well, actually, I want you to tell me more about your mindset and how it is glued on. I suppose it's just as well. I mean, I've done probably 10,000 hours of PT. Yeah. Which is a lot of hours yeah, yeah, yeah. of face-to-face, conversating with people, understanding them. And as well, like I think we've, as a PT, you've got interest in mechanics and how everything works, like the yeah, body, yeah. everything else. And then it grows, slowly just grows into the mind. Mm. You know, self-control, discipline, why people think the way they do, how feelings trigger certain things. And um, yeah, so it just kind of grew into that really. And then I just wanted to be a leader of example, I suppose. Yeah. Like if I'm calm, collected, doesn't don't not not show any kind of weakness, but um, can uh, manage it, yeah. then I can hopefully pass that on to my clients and give them a greater understanding and um, help them manage their problems and their issues. And therefore then they're probably going to succeed probably a lot better. More of a, like, a holistic. So that's, that's like the massive thing for me is like, mm. yes, I want to change people's bodies because that's why, that's your job. Mm. Yeah. But also it's the way they think about food the way they think about things outside of fitness yeah that really will make a huge impact on their life and mm. as you mentioned there i do believe massively like we're so lucky in the industry that we're in yeah, because definitely. what training teaches you then falls into life for yeah. example you need to put the reps in mm. you need to be patient you need to be consistent like all of these things and I think people just think oh yeah I'm going to a PT because he's going to change the way my body looks yeah yeah they're just trying to shift the responsibility but it's always been with them yeah in that sense really yeah Mm. without a doubt so I think for for me this is where I think we're quite aligned like it's not just okay you're coming in for an hour with you yeah and that's my job done no it is like okay, you want the transformation, that's exactly what I'm going to give you and I'm going to teach you the best way to do that for your life. Yeah. Um, so transformation more of the mental side of things and how they see themselves, physical and mental, you know? So if they're just leave, I always just used to think of it as if I can get them to leave a session feeling good, Yeah. then they're probably going to do more good, you know, for them themselves, you know? So like if they just leave on a positive, Person, like, oh, yeah, it was a good session. That was. They're probably going to make better choices with food. If they're making better choices with food, probably going to act better day to day. Yeah. And then by the time next session comes, hopefully they're repeating it, and yeah, it yeah, just yeah. slowly builds like momentum. Up. Yeah, slowly builds momentum, builds momentum, until a point of when they end up ten, eight weeks later, transformation, mental, physical, and then they're pretty much set up then, and they're all telling all their friends about how they, you know, yeah, yeah. they've benefited. Without that, I think like, again, it goes back to that word of mouth where if someone's 
like people think, oh yeah, looking better is the most important thing. Oh, no. But reality is, is like you want to look better so you feel better. Yeah. Like that is ultimately how it is. It's not you don't think, oh yeah, I want to look good just to look good because. Yeah. What, what's, what's the fucking point in that? Yeah, I've always thought like, because I got caught up in it, I, I think I had a spot of body dysmorphia when I was younger, because I always used to be like, oh yeah, I'll act this way when I look like this, or when I get to this point, and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that, but it never really mattered, and then I started to think like, well, nah, the way I look shouldn't di- dictate on the kind of person I am, Yeah. because I'm boring and I'm ugly regardless, you know what I mean? So, um, and short. <laughs> and short, yeah. So that shouldn't dictate whether I'm in shape or not, or how I act. Or how did you I'm come to that realisation? Because I uh, think there's always a moment. Yeah. Um, I just remember being quite down about the way, uh, even as a PT, you can get down the way you look or the way you feel. Well, I think a lot of PTs probably some of the most self-conscious people 100%. in life. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you, you're always trying to chase this image or feel like you've got to be the image of this six pack yeah. god warrior who doesn't let anything face Shit don't stink. Yeah. yeah that's it yeah. you know that's a lot of what um, people perceive you as as well mm. but you know it got to the point where I was like what, why am I even not why am I even trying but why am I getting to this point of like this unhappiness yeah. that I'm going to feel a certain way yeah. have that body when ultimately I'm that person anyway yeah, yeah, yeah. and if you're confident you're going to get there or, or get this body or get this yeah. image of yourself might as well start out liking it now. Fair. Yeah. I like that. You, you might as well start out liking it now, and then eventually it'll be eventually anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. if you're out of shape or you're feeling down or you're like, well, you know what, I'm half a laugh. I've got loved ones around me. Things are good. I'll just start acting that way now, and I'll have that confidence about me anyway. So do you? Would you say it's detrimental to you then? Obviously, thinking that you had to be a certain way because you was this PT or you're this beacon of because I think the trend has massively changed it's shifting slowly years, yeah yeah where it's like you don't need the most ripped PT to get results yeah yeah at the same time you still do need someone who practices it and who's oh, been, yeah, who's yeah. been through the trenches as well yeah like I think yeah. uh, it is still our biggest advert yeah to show don't get me wrong, you don't need to be ripped up and have mm. your top off all the time and blah, 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 mm. But showing that you have knowledge, I think is shown, and the discipline yeah. is shown through yourself. Yeah, yeah? I um, So I think that is a huge, huge advert yeah. in that sense. And that you've tried all the methods that you're yeah. going to be putting out to all your yeah. clients, you know? Because that's, that's a massive thing for me. Massive. Like, the way I preach is I've made your mistakes for you. Yeah. So you don't have to. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'll put in twelve years of sh- shit at times. Yeah. To proper. get to the point where I am now, where it's like, okay, well, I know how bodies work. That's it. I know how to fuel them. I know how to train them. Don't worry about chasing your fucking towel, going around in circles all the time, thinking you're one of these people that yeah. can never lose weight. You can if you just use the right education. Mm. And in a way, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I've done the years of guesswork and, oh, oh yeah, let me just eat 20 almonds to, to <laughs> yeah, yeah. because that'll be my fat for the day or yeah. like, that's a lovely little snack to have. Like, I remember when I was in recruitment, I used to have four rice cakes and 20 almonds and I was like, that's probably the best part of my day. Really? Embarrassing, mate. man. Like, I remember um, when I was a PT and I was just like, right, I'm going to try this and I read something about carb cycling 
and it was like three days no carbs, one day like 150 grams, just keep doing that. I did that for like 10 weeks. Obviously, you end up looking all right at the end of it. Yeah. What a miserable time. Absolutely. And then, probably up, and then probably up the other side. Dick didn't work. Yeah, that's it. Still don't. Don't even look at yourself. <laughs> yeah, 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 100%. Yeah. You're just a miserable prick. Literally. And then the problem was, because it worked for me, and this was obviously in my early days at PT, I must have been like 20. Mm. And then I'm like, right, guys, um, everyone's going to do this now. You know, because yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, as to your clients. Yeah. And I apologise to all my clients back then if I was pushing chicken, rice, broccoli, onion. I'm sorry, I'm a better man now. Yeah. But um, yeah, <laughs> I'm a better human. But we hope. that's it, yeah. And obviously, it just takes time to um, do the research, find out what works. But you know. I think, it, again, like you're saying, you've done the 10,000 hours of PT. My career is over like 12 years. Mm. Um, it is just like you say, when, you, when you're younger and you're PT and you're like, okay, well, I've heard this works, yeah. and you don't have like absolute belief and trust in your methods mm. so you're like okay maybe this is better yeah but when you go through everything that your clients have, are going through 100%. or how they're feeling yeah. your understanding of their situation improves and then you're like okay this you is be so much more empathetic the methods because yeah. i used to i say now like never ever get a meal plan or never get a pdf of someone back in the day i used to be like yeah hey we Eight week shred, bosh. Oh, yeah. Eight go. week shred, bosh. Yeah. But that's now. I think that's like. Sorry to anyone that I've sent an eight week shred to. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But didn't you send one last week? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to you, <laughs> chubby bastard. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think like it's just so important to really understand that your failures mm. have set you up to be yeah massive. The PT and the person that you are now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that's key with training on a cap training. What's your three top tips for listeners if they're looking to start a transformation journey or whatever? Mm. What would you What would you tell them? Start with just all the stuff that you in, that you enjoy and makes you feel good at the end. You know, not at the time. You know, yeah, yeah. A lot of the people who come to sessions, they're not. Um, not ecstatic about it, you know. They just finished work, or he's done about ten hour day. Yeah. But they leave feeling good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that feeling every time you go. Yeah. You know, and what you're doing it for. Remind yourself. Um, well, you've caught me here. You've got that's a good question. Wait, three tips. Um, just stick to the basics. Don't overcomplicate it. Like it is so simple. That's like, mad. That, yeah. That is the probably the biggest one. Like, mm. I'm not somebody that goes in a gym. Well, if anyone has seen me in the gym, I'm literally <laughs> AirPods in. Yeah. Nothing comes into my world. That's my 40 minutes or half hour of like happiness yeah, and just freedom. Mm. But people that do exercises like for your forearms, or you'll see people putting a weight on their head and like, yeah, fair enough if you're a boxer or no, whatever. Or, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like a nodding dog. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough if you're a boxer or whatever, but That's it, yeah. you need well, to understand. You're crashing your car. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, if you're, I think you need to understand. Like, if you're overweight, the best way to burn calories is probably going to be different doing compounds. Mm. And then, if you're looking to grow a certain area, isolations for the win. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that that is an area people see all these new ways to work out or 
new best way to get yams um, and shit like that. You cannot like the basics might sound boring, but I'm still doing the same exercises as what I was doing when I was nineteen. Hundred percent. Yeah, I do literally. Well, at the minute, I'm doing six six different exercises a week. Yeah, that's like, what I mean. Do you know what I mean? It's mad. Yeah. But I don't wrong, you've got to put the work in to start with and build that foundation, but I think it's just start the basics, do the movements that you feel comfortable and confident mm. with. If you're not confident, comfortable and confident, just find someone who is or who's got who's ahead of you, who can teach you, who mm. feels doing it right. Ask them. Yeah. A lot of people in the gym are more than willing to teach you. And if you feel like all the PTs in your gym are slight slimy or whatever, drop us a DM and we'll try and send you a yeah. point in the right direction Literally. or whatever you can. Um, and the third as well, in starting your fitness journey in terms of in the gym or just in general. Just in general, three big tips. Track your food. Yeah. Don't don't have to be hitting all these perfect numbers. Nothing yeah. has to be. Everyone feels like right. If I track my food, it's really anal. It's got to be to the ground. Have to hit about a certain amount. No, just find out roughly how much you're eating, just like you would be spending. Yeah. Like if you went to an accountant and went right, I want to save this amount. You'd probably be like right. I need to know how much you're spending first. Yeah. Yeah, and that's exactly what it comes down to. So, just track your food, try and get a general understanding of just calories, macros, mm. carbs, fats, proteins, then you'll be fine. But just download my fitness pal. Yeah. Track away. Don't worry about the numbers. Just see where you're at. See where you're at. I think that's uh, where a lot of people fall short. Is obviously, I'm sure you're inundated with people saying, "I need help with my food." La 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 la. It is. People think the cure is a meal plan, or yeah. oh, tell me exactly what to eat and I'll go and do it. Mm-hmm. That is the quickest way to fail, in my opinion. Definitely. Because my palate is different to your palate, is different yeah. to their palate. If you want to eat chicken wraps three times a day, yeah, come at me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> fire. Or granola. <laughs> yeah, granola and protein. Granola and protein powder. Yeah, fire. Honestly, that is a godly <laughs> snack. A godly snack. Yeah. And then, I'm going to put you on the spot again. Oh, here we go. I want, well, what 20 reasons no 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 <laughs> well, right. I want you do you practice any like anything to be proactive to protect your mental health mm, one thing I think one thing I've noticed and which does inspire me and I try to implement from what I've learned from you okay. is just cutting out shit so in t- and by that I don't mean like he's a boring guy he is but I don't mean <laughs> that um, like if you've got any negativity in your life Mm. you're very quick to be like nah yeah do, yeah, yeah. do you know yeah. what I mean move I'm, you in the I'm very logical with that like if it's not going to serve me in the next month two months three months a year and I feel like someone's constantly disrupting my energy or mm. I feel like they're just not trying to help themselves or they're just you know sometimes not everyone can be saved and you yeah. pouring energy into someone who's constantly moaning about the same situation for you know months on end you're not going to be able to save them so you know sometimes it's that sense it depends but um yeah i'm just very quick and reactive to because some i've tried i've stayed in situations before where it's affected my mental health and i've let it drain me and i've tried to fix them situations and what's the end result Mm. then people are probably out your life in probably a year and you're absolutely fine anyway so you might as well cut it do the short I think um, a big part what I've found with my battles with mental health, talking to people about mental health, mm. is something that comes up a lot is, and that I think is imperative to stand on top of your own mental health, is mm. you do need to have that selfish element. 
yeah. to yourself. Yeah. Well, obviously, because it's selfish, but um, yeah. <laughs> like you need to really understand what serves you and what doesn't. Yeah. And I think we're taught from very young that oh, if you're selfish, it's a bad thing. Yeah. Massive. Like, massive. But I think if you're somebody that takes all the time, that's a bad thing. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. being selfish doesn't necessarily mean that. Yeah. I think being especially from a mental health perspective like mm. being selfish to me is making sure that I don't interact with anyone for the first hour and a half of my day Got you. do you know what I mean yeah, yeah, because yeah. that yeah. is my time mm. so anyone that wants to get involved in that like mm. Chaz for example he wanted to start swimming mm. and I was like you can swim but the pool's in my apartment I should add <laughs> <laughs> I'm not telling him you can't swim ever um, I said you can swim but you can't talk to me because that's my time yeah, alone yeah. in my head mm. with my thoughts mm. thinking how am I going to attack my day yeah. do you know what I mean mm. so that is what I mean by being selfish and then in the same sense mm. understanding what serves you mm. what doesn't yeah. what you can live without what you can't yeah a lot of the time it's just, it, that kind of selfishness is usually you taking yourself out of situations mm. rather than making other people around you come to your situation that makes sense yeah yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. it's usually what self being selfish is like making other people do things for you or taking from them yeah yeah whereas yeah. usually I think being self selfish in that sense for your mental health is taking yourself out of situations so you can be good and literally so you can usually help people as well you know so you can't really help anyone in that sense fair um, unless you're feeling tips off yourself e yeah cameras just died um, is it is it working? Yeah, sweet. Um, so anyway, I just want to <laughs> dickhead. With that round just flex at the camera for those listening on Spotify and Apple. So you, like myself, you've got a whiteboard. Hold you accountable. Yeah, yeah. I was inspired by you to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. I want you to say or to go into anything that you do that is proactive for your mental health. Mm. So for me, obviously the big one is your training. Mm. You're very focused on your training. Massive, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not to look like Shreddy Kruger. Yeah. It's literally it's how you feel good. Yeah, yeah. So is there anything else that you would advise the listeners to? Um, just more, mine's more a bit more self-affirmation, it sounds a bit daft, but just backing yourself with a yeah. lot of situations, like a lot of the time you're in situations, and especially as a lad, I think in this modern generation, there's not many compliments or pats on the back that come your way. Not, not many people just go, you know what, you're doing bitch you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't really like that. No? I don't like that compliment. No? in my head I'm like, well, I ain't where I want to be, so I ain't doing bitch yet. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But sometimes, especially as lads, like we take a lot of our own problems and we don't like to air them to anyone else. Yeah, we usually try and help other people's issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, when do you ever go, oh, mate? I'm doing all right. I'm. Yeah. Or, so I think a lot of the time it's just you know recognize your situation, pat yourself on the back, and then move forward with that. And you know. Not too much on the point where you're breaking your arm and being like, oh yeah, I'm so good, I'm so good yeah, at everything. Yeah, yeah. But in the fact that, right, I'm doing well, I'm on the right path, keep going. 
you know, because I think as as lads and girls, I, I don't think like people do that enough. Well, you know, they 100%. look for it at that external. Um, what would you call it? External um, gratification, gratification, where you're looking for that praise, but really the ultimate praise needs to come from you, you. and that you're yeah, going yeah. on your right path. Yeah. And I feel like your mental health will depend on that, really. If you have that clarity, sure, I'd say that's the biggest reason as to why my mm. mental health suffered was mm. because I didn't have any self gratification. Nothing I ever done was good enough. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Whereas now. Don't get me wrong, I'm not where I want to be, but mm. I'm very aware that not a lot of people move to the other side of the world and do what we're yeah. doing now. Yeah, absolutely, do you know what I mean? absolutely. And sometimes, like, even if you've been struggling to get out of bed, go to work, mm. you know, like, right, fuck me, good lad, go out of work, go, go into work, yeah. right, let's move. Yeah, you know, yeah. sometimes it's just the little wins, the tiny wins that can make the biggest difference in your mental health mm. and just staying positive with yourself in terms of every action that you're taking as opposed to being ultra critical and thinking oh god I can't do it can't do it I think switching that mentality like come on don't do well there let's go go again go again, yeah, go again. Yeah. just them little wins over time compounds over yeah time, compounds yeah. and then when something bad does happen to you you've already got that mental switch in your mind to be like no nah, come on we've got this yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yeah and I think that that's a big factor I think into what I try and program into my clients like come on that was good let's yeah, go, keep yeah, moving yeah, let's yeah. go let's go yeah. let's go yeah. push through there yeah, and just noticeable that that compound interest in terms Perfect. of how you think so definitely advise that to Mate, a lot of people I love that and I think that is a, a perfect way to wrap up but before we do mm. where can we find you Rob oh you'll find me on Instagram uh, at that fitness geezer um, and on Facebook as well at that fitness geezer I've got my little page um, yeah and hit me up if you've got any questions if you want to give me some abuse for being short yeah. or boring, yeah, uh, hit me up. Um, I'll obviously tag you in if the IGTV works and also um, when I share the episode on my story. But Rob, pleasure. Pleasure. Glad you've ticked off one of your yeah, ticked off. of the year. Thank you. Classmate, thanks for coming on and I'll catch you in the next one, guys.